All right, welcome everybody to the Florida State of the Grand Network. Uh, we are here today. Happy to have you along with us. As always, I'm your host, Dylan. It's always happy to have you here on the Florida State League Radio Network where we talk about all things Florida State League and have all players interviews. We have we talk about recaps, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We are here also on Anchor, on Spotify, on Castbox, on so many other different platforms. I'm going to be naming them for all day. So anyways, and we don't have that time. So anyways, lots of stuff to talk about today. Getting you guys ready for the end of the first half. We have two days left today and tomorrow. Few games were played this morning. I believe two were played this morning. So two games were played this morning. There's a game going on right now currently as I'm speaking. Um, and there's a few games that are going to be played later on tonight. Tomorrow we'll have a few games tomorrow. All the teams obviously playing. We'll go through some of the games today when we go through all the scores and crap. But uh, first off, I have to say congratulations to the Dunedin Blue Jays and to the Fort Myers Miracle on winning their respective divisional titles as they will be going to the playoffs this season. Dunedin winning the North Division. This is the first time since 2017. Bleh. Since 2017, since they won a divisional title in 2017, they actually went on to go win the championship. They won the co-championship with Palm Beach because they had a hurricane that came in, Hurricane Irma, um, and that canceled uh, their championship series, so they shared the title that year. They didn't make it to the playoffs last year, but they're back in the playoffs this year and trying to win a title this year. Fort Myers obviously was in the playoffs last year, obviously won last year with Alex Kirkloff and with... Royce Lewis. We'll see how the second half goes. I I think Lewis will be brought up. I think after the break, we'll see Lewis most likely get brought up to um, where 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 I don't know where where does uh where does Fort Myers is a double A team. I'm not too sure actually who their double A team is. Oh, it's um, it's uh Pensacola. I'm sorry. That's right, Pensacola because they used to be Chattanooga, but now it's Pensacola. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, anyways, so uh, they we'll probably see Royce Lewis in Pensacola in the next week or two. I don't see why not. He's a great player. Anyways, so congratulations again to Fort Myers and to Dunedin. Obviously, we've had a guy who's on Dunedin who you know who most likely be in the playoffs. Maverick Buffo. He was our first interview that we ever had. Who's a player? We had uh. Thad Cruz on the podcast, who is a broadcaster for the Clearwater Threshers. Um, we had him, but we this was, he was our first player, is Maverick Buffo to interview. So um, congrats to the Dunning Blue Jays and congrats to Fort Myers on winning the first half title. Dunning won it pretty handily. They really didn't have much competition. They were pretty much up at the top for most of the season, and that was it. And then they won the title. Uh, for Fort Myers, a little bit tougher. They had Bradenton and Palm Beach fighting for that spot. So it was an interesting uh, South Division this first half. Looking at some of the scores, we'll do that real quick. Um, looking at some of the scores uh, from today well we'll start from yesterday is what we'll do and then we'll go in up till tomorrow so looking at some of the scores from yesterday's ball games uh which is was june 11th 2019 uh looking at some of the scores palm beach and jupiter they only had a six game or six inning game excuse me at roger dean stadium the final game uh, at roger dean in the first half 
um, as Palm Beach was able to win that game two to nothing yesterday in a six inning game. I'm guessing rain probably canceled it or something. So Dunedin, they were able to win game one and two of the doubleheader. Dunedin won game one two to nothing. And then they won game two, 11 to nothing. Dunedin obviously was able to clinch the first half in game one. So game two pretty much meant nothing. But they decided to just completely destroy the Fire Frogs. As Dunedin had 11 runs, 15 hits, and no errors. And Florida had two hits and no errors and no runs. So just really putting it the hammering on Florida. And in both games, it's kind of funny, Dunedin... In the first game, had two runs, seven hits, and two errors. And for Florida, they had two hits and two errors. So for Florida, in their both of their games, they had no runs, four hits, and four errors. So really not a great games at all for Florida. As really, they have nothing to really play for, obviously, because you know they're not in a playoff predicament at all. They've been out for maybe a week now, maybe two. Um, so really nothing to play for. Fort Myers was able to beat Tampa 6 to 1 yesterday and then in game 2 they were able to clinch the series or clinch their their division and they won 7 to 2 yesterday against Tampa. So Fort Myers able to win game 1 and 2 in the doubleheader. Bradenton and Charlotte, they they actually their game got suspended yesterday. So we'll go into how that game ended today as um the score they played. They finished out the game today, so we'll go through that when we get into today's scores. Uh, Daytona beat Lakeland yesterday, nine to four at um, Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium, and St. Lucie was able to shut out the Clearwater Threshers yesterday, five to nothing. Heading into today's scores, we had a few morning games today. Um, well, obviously the makeup game for yesterday's ball game, the Bradenton Charlotte game. Charlotte was able to get the win against Bradenton five to three. Charlotte uh, had five runs, ten hits, and no errors. And for Bradenton, they had three runs, ten hits, and one error. So same amount of hits, just the runs were able, being able to get produced better by Charlotte. And the Clearwater Threshers today got rained out in the last in the seventh inning, so they actually decided to just end the game by the seventh. Clearwater was winning seven to two heading into the top of the or in the top of the seventh as we were um at, they were in the middle of the top of the seventh and they got rained and so they were in a delay and they decided just to end the game there and obviously I mean I don't think St. Lucie would have had really a shot to come back from that. You know, being down by five it wasn't like they were down by one. So uh there really no point of making you know, continuing and all, you know, continuing the game the next day, obviously because it's the end of the season and both teams aren't really in a playoff predicament. So, <clears throat> um, currently as we speak, Charlotte and Bradenton they're in a game currently in the uh, in the in a doubleheader. I guess you would kind of say in a partial doubleheader. I really don't know. Charlotte currently is winning that game right now, one to nothing at the end of the fourth. Um, as uh, is at Lecom Ballpark. Dunedin in Florida, they play only one game tonight, so no doubleheader like yesterday. They play at Osceola County Stadium. Uh, Palm Beach and Jupiter, this is kind of cool. So at 15 Ballpark, which is the spring training home for the Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals, they will be hosting a game there since uh, Roger Dean Stadium will be getting prepared for the All-Star game on Saturday. So that will be the first time, I believe, ever that 15 Ballpark will be hosting a regular season minor league game. I mean, other than the Gulf Coast League, maybe, but 
Um, you know, this is really a real, like, this is a real league. Like, the Gulf Coast League is, like, you know, it's the lowest league in the minors. But um, this is, like, a really, really cool thing. So it's a very special night for Fit Team Ballpark and also a very cool thing that Palm Beach and Jupiter are doing at that stadium. So Jupiter is the home team heading into Fit T- at Fit Team Ballpark. That will be at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Daytona and Lakeland, they'll play tonight at Publix Field at Joker Merchant Stadium. And Fort Myers and Tampa, they'll play at George M. Steinbrenner Field. Tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, the final day game of the first half of the season will be Dunedin in Florida. That game will begin at 12 at Osceola County Stadium. Charlotte and Bradenton, they'll play their final game at Lecom Park. Bradenton, obviously, the home team in that one. Palm Beach and Jupiter, they'll play their final game at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at Fit Team Ballpark of the Palm Beaches as they're getting going to get ready to host the All-Star Game on Saturday. Daytona and Lakeland will play at Publix Field at Joker Marshall Stadium at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fort Myers and Tampa will play at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at George M. Steinbrenner Field. And St. Lucie and Clearwater will be the late game as they'll begin at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at Spectrum Field. So they'll be the last two teams most likely playing on tomorrow on Thursday as those will be most likely the last two teams playing a regular season first half game this year. So it's been a very, very, very um, quick first half for uh, this season. And it's been fun. I've enjoyed it and I loved it. So, and I've been able to give you guys all this coverage. So looking at these standings as we speak, currently looking at the Florida State League standings. We're just going to go through the records here real quick. We're not going to go through the games back because there's really no reason to as, you know, every team has, you know, Fort Myers and Dunedin already clinched the division. So really the games back won't mean anything to anybody. Uh, Dunedin, they're currently 40 and 24. Clearwater is 36 and 29. Daytona's 34 and 30. Lakeland's 29 and 35. Tampa's 27 and 38. And Florida's in last. They're 25 and 40. Looking at the South, Fort Myers is 39 and 26. Palm Beach is 35 and 28. Bradenton's 35 and 29. Charlotte's 34 and 30. St. Lucie's under 500. They're 31 and 34. And Jupiter is 20 and 42, finally getting to 20 wins on the first half of the season, being the worst team in the league. So, uh,. Some teams that surprised me this, you know, that that were surprised, you know, really turned things around, you know, were kind of, you know, really did a lot better. Clearwater, man, really did a lot better. You look at how they were earlier on in the year. I mean, they were really struggling early on in the year, and they really found their ways back as they made a push for a playoff spot. It was just too late, you know, too little too late when they made their push. But uh, a great valiant effort for Clearwater. Daytona surprised me. You know, I thought they might have done a bit better. Their team was still pretty good, you know. Bit surprising there. Um, they didn't really have too great of a start. They were kind of mediocre, but not terrible. Um, you know, I mean, really other than that, you know, Tampa, I kind of knew were probably not going to be too great this year. Florida, same thing. I didn't think they were going to be that fantastic this year. I thought Jupiter would have done a lot better this year just because of all the prospects they have with Victor, Victor Messi. You would have thought a lot of these guys would have done a lot better, but none of them really just kind of got going in the first half. So hopefully in the second half, maybe they could try and make a push and hopefully get turn things around in the second half and maybe get a South Divisional title this year. Uh, I thought Charlotte was even going to do a lot better as well. I thought they were going to have a lot better season 
this year as well, but they were kind of mediocre as well. Palm Beach and Bradenton, uh, Palm Beach did okay. I didn't think Palm Beach was going to do incredible, so they kind of overachieved in what I thought. Bradenton, I thought well, they would have done well this first half, and St. Lucie, I didn't think they were going to do too great this first half, but you know, Listen, it's a, that's why I love minor league baseball. We got a second half, and we're going to get a lot of new players, and things are going to change. So I like it. That's why I love minor league baseball. So uh, very, very cool. But, uh, uh, again, it was a great first half, had a lot of fun. So let's talk a bit about episodes this week. So Friday I will be doing a special first half and all-star episode where I'll be talking about the first half, talk about some of the teams that surprised me, as I said today. Um, and I'll be getting a special guest on on Friday. A special Florida State League team broadcaster will be on with me on Friday. We'll also talk about the All-Star game, maybe make some predictions, etc., etc. We'll also, this weekend, have Grant Dyer, Clearwater Threshers reliever this weekend. We'll have him on, and uh, we'll get you ready for the second half of the regular season starting on Monday <clears throat> June 17th, and actually we'll go through some of the games right now as we speak, kind of get you ready for that week, um, you know, so you guys can uh, be excited for which teams will be playing who next week, as we're going to tell you uh, some of the games I'll be going on on Monday, June 17th, as the players return back from the All-Star break. So looking at Monday, June 17th, uh, Clearwater and Bradenton, they'll begin a series on Monday as that'll be played at Lecom Ballpark. Jupiter and Palm Beach, they'll be playing at Fit Team Ballpark again because they're probably still going to, you know, because uh, probably Roger Dean Stadium wouldn't be ready in time after the All-Star break and stuff. They're probably going to do a lot of stuff there at... Um, what is it, at uh, Roger Dean. So Palm Beach will be the home team for that series at 15 Ballpark until they're ready for Roger Dean to be played in again because of the All-Star game that was played. So they probably have to tear all down all the All-Star banners and all that good, you know, all that good stuff. So uh, Tampa and Dunedin, they'll play at Jack Russell Memorial Stadium. So um, that'll be an interesting series there. Uh, Lakeland and St. Lucie, they'll play at first data field on Monday. Charlotte and Fort Myers, they'll begin a series in CenturyLink Sports Complex. And Florida and Daytona, they'll begin a series at Jack Rob- Jackie Robinson Ballpark in Daytona. So that is going to be your series upcoming from Monday. And I believe those series will last up till... Let's see when they'll last up till... Looks like they'll last up till... June 20th when we get a new fresh series so only a three game series for all the teams coming back from the break so nothing major not a four game series or anything crazy it's just gonna be a nice little three game series kind of get them back in the groove and uh it'll be interesting to see how that all will turn out so anyways thank you guys for always listening to the Florida State League Radio Network get ready We only have two more days left of Florida State League baseball action. And you could listen to the Florida State League radio network and listen to all this coverage as we get ready for tomorrow's final day of the regular first half regular season. And also get ready for Saturday's All-Star Game in Palm Beach at Roger Dean Stadium. Very excited. 
Very, very, very fun time of year. I love the All-Star Game. Uh, I love the Major League All-Star Game, which will be in a few weeks. So lots of stuff to be excited for if you are a baseball fan, whether a minor league or major league. So thank you guys for always listening. Thank you guys for always supporting. And see you guys in our next episode. Peace out.